0: And the human leader of the android underground, Matt Lee.
1: Dun, dun. What's up, guys? It is Tuesday, October 2nd, 2012, episode number 54 of Attack of the Androids. My name is Matt Lee. Joining me tonight, we got a few people Joey Kelly. What's
0: up, man? Hello. I'm sitting here working with my app pick for the week, and I am loving it.
1: Fantastic. We got Seth Herringer. What's up, Seth? You got my name wrong this time, Matt. Seth you Rowe, know it. <laughs> Sethro in the house. We got Shane Brady also. What's up, Shane Brady? Hey guys. Did I say your name right? Uh yeah. All right. Join us uh every Tuesday usually on com slash live. We got a chat room there. You guys can hang out with this hangout. And like I said before for the recording, but for the podcast listeners, if something sounds messed up, it's because we had a power outage. Because it's stormy outside. Seth, since uh, you were Sans, we were Sans Seth last week, do you have a legit phone of the moment for everyone that they should be? Is it the iPhone 5? Is it no, possibly no, the iPhone I, 5?
2: You know, I actually don't even know when this phone's coming out, but I think the Note 2 has some interesting. We've seen the more revealed on it this week. Uh, so the Galaxy Note 2, um, what this week we learned is got... Well, we know it's got a nicer screen than the Galaxy S3, so they're taking their screens um, really seriously. Uh, we know that... Are they getting rid of the pen tile? I think they are. I think that's what it is. I I, I don't know 100%, but I just know that the screen's supposed to be really nice. I think that means it's Pentile because it's got HD at the end, the thing, Or it's got um Super or something. Plus. I don't know what it is, but I think it's supposed to be nicer. And then... Uh, <clears throat> um... We saw some videos demonstrated this week where it has some really interesting, like multi-screen—not multi-screen, but like multi-window or multi- multiple windows technology, where you can sort of like drag the window size up and down and have texting on the bottom and something on the top, and
1: so so like true multitasking almost.
2: Yeah, yeah, where it's almost like multiple windows because you know it's a it's a giant—it's like five point two inches or something like that, so it's a giant screen.
1: And I'll say, like looking at this picture, this is off of Android Central. Like I don't notice it on my galaxy nexus even though it's a pen tile also but if you look at this picture like i don't know if it's made to look that way but there is a clear difference between the note 2 and the s3 like it's not as blue (laughs) it's it's kind (laughs) of crazy when you actually zoom in and look at the two which i mean how often are you like looking at your phone you know like right up up close but well so i don't know i
2: mean i know i give samsung a lot of crap for Put like spending too much time on software and the software that's useless, and even you've seen their commercials where like bumping phones together, and no one like that seems. I've have actually you, heard people make hold on, have, heard people have you make,
1: ever seen anybody do that like in no. the
2: wild? And I've actually only heard people make fun of it. Like, the only thing people <laughs> remember about that commercial is them people making fun of bumping phones together. Right, that's all right. that commercial does for Samsung.
3: Did, there used to be an app called Bump that was pretty popular. I remember on both the iOS and Android, yeah. Did well, whatever ever...
2: it is, people people are making fun of it. They're not really actually, but whatever that is, I know I get some a lot of crap for all their software stuff. I think is useless and just think they should do something like stock or similar, or close to stock. But uh, this Galaxy Note stuff with the pen and then sort of the layer they're putting on top of uh, Android looks intriguing in a lot of ways. Is and that sort of the
1: way... is that the one they're incorporating the Wacom tablet stuff? The the yeah. graphics. That yeah. that seemed kind of interesting. Like, the, there's a lot of cool potential there, I think.
2: Yeah. So if you remember sort of the courier, that the whole debacle from Microsoft a couple of years ago where they had this really interesting um, product video that never actually happened, but people got really excited about it. It looks like Samsung is sort of moving in some of those directions where they're trying to do some courier-like ideas, but um, not quite, you know, full implementation of that full idea yet, but sort of multitasking, dragging things across to other programs. Um, so we saw some interesting videos this week, released this week. I don't think we have any reviews of it yet from, like, a U.S. carrier and like that. And I don't think it's released on the U.S. carriers, but it looks like it'll be interesting. So that's my phone in the moment to sort of look ahead to the Galaxy Note 2, um, like, see if that software layer on top of it is going to be workable and helpful with a pen.
1: Fantastic. In keeping with that, there we've had more rumors, kind of about the the new Galaxy Nexus. Somebody said they what saw it in a a Google Plus commercial. Did it, did you guys see that commercial? Uh, I saw
3: the parts. They said it was the phone. I, I hope they don't make a their flagship a five inch
1: phone. Too big, too small. What you don't like?
3: Well, it's an, uh, for me. It probably doesn't matter but for that's not going to be a phone that's going to it's going to look ridiculous. There are right. a people,
1: holding you know, a tablet up big. to your head pretty much. And honestly, I don't know. I've never held the note or the note 2 obviously, but anything bigger than the Galaxy Nexus seems like it would start getting really clumsy. Like really yeah. clumsy. And I I don't know. I I think that's that's pretty much the sweet spot size. I don't know. Maybe the note's a little nicer but Again, you need like some pretty decent sized hands to use. Yeah, unless
3: unless they do something, because we assume that will be a stock Android experience. Um, but unless they do something like it can't, it's not going to be the next OS because it's too soon. But maybe if they do something really like a, a Jelly Bean four point two or something, that something could be really interesting that uses the size. Um, I don't know. I thought Five I read... Would be too big.
1: Is it the, the, the Nexus 2 that I read that had... They were saying it's the next version of... Is that what you just said about...
3: Yeah, I, 4. I, 4. I think the 2. next version is going to be like Key Lime. They haven't even announced it. Is
1: that going to be a point release, though, you think? A 4.1.2, right?
3: Well, I mean, Jellybean was a right, it was A, a 4.2, point point maybe. Right, so I think the next... Well, if they release a new version, I don't think there, it's going to be a new version. I think they it'll be like... <sighs> They do well, maybe like four point one five or something. Unless you're but.
1: Samsung, then you're, you know, releasing updates trying to fix bugs, like yeah, what we talked about last yeah. week. Yeah, that so was pretty I, sweet.
3: I, that's the only thing I can think of. That they do something interesting with the extra size, or they roll out some new service that really takes advantage of the of the screen size.
1: Does it show anything? I mean, I think it's kind of interesting that people are picking apart. Like, I, I don't watch TV, but I don't know. Is this Google's pretty much only commercial? It just seems weird that people are like, oh, my God, look at that phone, and look at that phone in the commercial. Like, you're, you're making rumors based off of a commercial that has a phone in it. Like, yeah, it's fake based on fake based on... Know. I don't know. This seems weird to me. So... Any other like cool devices? I know some cool devices were getting some good upgrades. Finally, Ace, I think Asus pushed out, which I didn't get because now I'm on the CM10 nightly track, so I didn't get the OTA Asus pushed out for the Prime. But I saw a story about a some didn't some kid get um, WebOS running on a Prime? Like does open that web OS, Open yeah. WebOS? Right, right. Do any of you guys who has a Prime here? I know Eric has one, but he's not with us. I have one, too. Do you have one? Yeah. Have, you, I, have you? Eric
0: threw that uh, in the doc. If you guys go look, there's a whole article on it on the Open Web OS. Um, and, yeah, uh, Eric said uh, that he was very excited about it, and he was thinking about putting uh, that on his prime.
1: It's interesting. I, I mean, if it, I don't know. It's, it's not Android, is it?
3: Yeah, so uh, you, you couldn't do anything
1: with it. Right. Like you could only do with what came with it. There's, is there anyone developing apps for it? Probably not. This kid, maybe. All,
3: all, the, mo- all the smart people for WebOS now work at Google. So I'm just going to stick with,
1: with Well, there Google.
3: you go. There you go. <laughs> I mean, all, like Matthias, all, I think they literally hired the, almost the entire WebOS team to come work at, uh, at Google.
1: Well, that's pretty cool. And with with all those updates, there was a story that came out about now uh, what we're seeing, ice cream sandwich and jelly bean. So I don't know if this is really anything to be super like, yeah, good job, because it's it's your last two versions of Android kind of added together. And added together, they're on now more than 25% of Android devices. Which, I mean, that's good, I guess, because they're both really decent operating systems, right? Like, it's not like gingerbread or and even gingerbread was okay i mean i'm still running cm7 on my droid x and it runs great you know
3: yeah the problem with the only problem with, with gingerbread is, is that they had honeycomb in between that they were working on and no one got honeycomb except for a few tablets and all that if you got
1: a prime so, you got it yeah for like yeah. a day
3: and so i think the phone makers you who know, had gingerbread had a lot of work to upgrade to ics but i think going from, i'm hoping that going from ics to Jelly Bean. Is a lot simpler, um, and that maybe some of the phones that are not getting the Ice Cream Sandwich update, hope maybe we'll just jump to Jelly Bean because why not? I mean, they're pretty. They're they're pretty close. There's a little bit of underlying change in the in the graphic system. You know, we know the Project Butter and there's Google Now, but otherwise the design language and all that stuff is, is the
1: same. So, well, and did you see that? Uh, what was it? Is it ROM manager? I think their CyanogenMod is pulling out of that so that they can start using the uh, OTA function in Android. I think that'll be pretty sweet. Just to you know, OTA is the way it should be. Not having to run this app. And I mean, I guess if you're already on CyanogenMod, you're already rooted and and whatnot. But
3: I didn't know. They, I didn't know they were pulling out of that. That's the news to me.
1: Yeah, it, it it was something with the way that cause they want to do it OTA and raw manager is so they had to change something that would have broke it with raw manager, I guess. So that, but I think OTA is much better anyway.
0: Speaking oh, of the OTAs, as you were, um, my coworker that has a transformer prime did get the OTA. Oh yeah. Uh, did you and get the initial reaction, uh, after, <laughs> after the initial lockup and freeze and, Oh! Did it Android on the screen? Did it crash and um, burn? Yeah, it crashed and burned the first time. Um, it was. It turned out that it was a rooted app or an app that required rooting or something that caused some issue that broke the the update. Um, so he took care of that and reloaded so wait, the update.
1: He was rooted, but not rommed. He was on Ram. their line, just rooted. So when he did yes. the OTA, it broke root, and then okay.
0: It, well, the, the gotcha. app that he had, which I, I can't remember if it was a keyboard manager or something that required routing, um, and it, it, it was an incompatibility, and it was all over XDA at the time. And then um, Asus pulled a... Um, pulled an, Oh boy! And limited you to one download of the a- of the OTA per device.
1: Are you serious? I did not, yep. I did not Hear about that? See, I, I, haven't gotta, even I, don't, I don't think they can even
3: enforce. I'm surprised they can even enforce that. Because once well, somebody um, gets
1: it, like it's
0: everybody gets it, right? I mean, they're gonna put it up, hopefully. And well, there was already ROMs and people already grabbed it, and that was not an issue. But uh, basically, what it did was it installed a file on the disk uh the flash, whatever, and when it saw that file it would refuse to update again. And I assume actually that's probably to prevent people from uh bricking their devices in the event that they've you know got an incompatible program and they keep trying to flash it and it doesn't work. Uh that'd be my guess. Um, but, uh, anyway, that was probably the justification if nothing else. They should be uh,
1: thankful uh, that they have such a developer community there that if you do mess your stuff up, like you can Google it, find XDA and usually find a way to fix it without even having to call Asus or anybody else. Like it's, it's all right there. And they, I think they should embrace that more and, you know, kind of not use it, but go with it. And
0: yeah. Well, and, and also the hack around that, by the way, was on XDA.
1: Of course. That's where, I mean, Roots oh, Wiki, just like Eric said last week, the two sites when that kid had a question about the fake uh, iPhone 4 or whatever. Like, yeah. Roots Wiki, XDA, and Google. Google will usually lead you to one of those two sites, and, and then right. you're good to go.
3: I'd like to know what so, app can screw up the update because that sounds pretty screwy to me. The only thing I could
1: well, you- see is it's the root, the the SU app. And I've right. I've read the, the about that. Required
0: the the app required him to be rooted, so he rooted so he could run the app, and that was probably what broke it. I um, see. But anyway, he he had spent a few hours with it after the OTA update. I haven't had a chance to talk to him about it since. But he said in a word, it was amazing. Butter was working extremely well, and he was very impressed with it. Said it was well worth the update.
1: For sure. Yeah, and, and even also, going from the from the the, yeah. the OTAICS. To the CM unofficial nightly that's Jelly like it's it's so smooth, it's it's so yeah. nice, especially when and you find a nightly that doesn't randomly reboot. That's always oh that be even better. Always a plus. And uh, here and going, man, I think
0: was, oh, go there ahead. was also some changes to the network uh, ink stack, and the uh, VPN client got an update, and it was more yeah, compatible yeah. now.
1: Good to know. Uh, going back to the CyanogenMod ROM Manager thing, this uh, on Android Community here, it says, the reason CyanogenMod is making this change is because they are believers in open source and ROM Manager was anything but. So that that's a different angle I didn't Uh-oh. even think of. That's interesting. Uh, their new update solution is fully open source, just like CyanogenMod itself. This helps keep their philosophy going on all parts of their service. Uh, this new updater is actually an updated version of the one featured in older versions of CyanogenMod. Uh, so it should feel relatively familiar to old school users. Oh right, it did used to have its own update. Yeah, I, I I think my my Droid X has it on CM7, maybe. Yeah,
3: do you know I have I have not got a CM10 version that works at all on my uh, Galaxy Nexus. I've had terrible luck with anything really? other than I, the. Did basic you Bra. try
1: the? did you try the Team Vicious unofficial Cyanogen mod? Because they have a version of CM10 that might yeah, work. Because yeah. their, their regular one works really good. And, oh, I wanted to mention, too, if you guys were using that, because uh, it was recommended on the show. After a while on my Galaxy Nexus, I noticed it starting to randomly reboot a lot. Like, a lot. <laughs> a lot more. And it usually doesn't at all. And so I cleared the Dalvik cache in recovery, and that totally fixed it. So if you're experiencing that, I don't know if it like goes for a long time, and the cache doesn't get empty, it just starts being really weird. So
3: the the, the issue I have FYI. is it starts dropping connectivity to the Wi-Fi.
1: Really? Did wasn't there a Wi-Fi patch? I thought that would fix that. Or no, that was a okay. GPS. It was a GPS uh, fix.
3: Yeah, I'll keep try. I'll keep trying. It's a bit of a pain because every time I do my phone, I have to worry about the two-step authentication. Not that I care about doing it in the phone, but you have to reset the Google Authenticator. That's a pain,
1: out. dude. The first time I flashed my Droid X, I didn't even think about that, and all I was like, "But it's on the." F- oh crap! It, it was so annoying to fix. So what
3: happens is I have to reset my Google two-step authentication when I load up the Google Authenticator app. If I don't like the ROM, I got to switch back and have to reset up all my my uh, Google authentication again. So, I, I, you know, whatever ROM I pick is really going to work well.
1: Yeah, I'm I've been pretty lucky with this uh, the 1.1 or Team uh, Vicious ROM. It's it's been really really good. Everything works. And I I noticed still, even every nightly I get for the CM10 for the Prime, like I try that, the front-facing camera, and it works. And then I try the rear one, and it's just that weird green screen. So they haven't quite gotten that working yet. But soon, I would imagine. Oh, and they said uh, one drawback of the new updater is that it doesn't support push notifications. Is that? So that means you have to go into settings and say, check for updates, right? It won't automatically let you know.
3: Yeah, but that's probably okay for major announcements. If you're a person who needs the the nightlies, you know.
1: Like if you hear there's a new version, you're going in there and you're hitting check for updates if you didn't when you woke up and before you went to bed already. Right. Like we check that stuff all the time. Well, that's cool. Do you think, I mean, is that, do you think ROM manager will be necessary? I mean, there's still a bunch more ROMs or is there any more... How many ROMs use it, really? Because it, it looks kind of barren there sometimes.
3: Actually, I've noticed it's gotten more and more barren, so I don't know if people are going away from it. Um, Cyanogen Mon is a big enough community that it doesn't need something like ROM Manager to get visibility.
1: Right, it's kind of the um, other way around, almost.
3: Yeah, people... Right, people want to ROM Manager because they're on Cyanogen, so... I don't know. I mean, I looked down there the other day looking for something interesting to try, and you have MUI. There's like a baked bean ROM.
1: I've heard MUI is really good. A lot of people like. They have a big community around it on XDA. A lot of people like that ROM. I've never used it myself.
3: Yeah, I tried it, but it was too. It was too geared toward like being on the uh, like an iPhone. Be, uh,
1: being like an no, iPhone.
3: No, it was too oriented toward the one of the Chinese telecom accounts.
1: <laughs> oh, really? It had like <laughs> <Yeah>. default <laughs> DNS and and MMS stuff in there for it.
3: Yes, yeah, so we've been in the wrong world, but I had to set up an account with some Chinese telecom, and that, I'm like, no, I'm
1: not doing that. Oh, speaking um, of uh, accounts with Chinese telecoms, just a, a quick aside. I'm like three-quarters of the way through Ghost in the Wires, and I just got to say, like, some of the shit him and the people he associated with, uh, Kevin Mitnick, uh, back in the day, like, some of the stuff they pulled on those telecoms, like, I'm reading this, and I'm just, like, imagining what... I mean, all the stuff he had to remember and and be quick about, like, it's really crazy. That book has lot Did I
0: or did I not tell you that was an awesome book?
1: It's great. Like, the book has a lot more in it than Hackers 2 Operation (laughs) Takedown. You know, it's it's really cool. I have no idea about what the puzzles are at the beginning of every chapter. I I keep, like, staring at them blankly, like, what does this say? I have no idea, but... You should
3: also also check out the famous Esquire article from uh, the
1: 70s. Oh, the one. Um, Yeah, he mentions that, I think.
3: Yeah, where Captain Crunch, and I can't remember the guy's name, but he was uh, the blind kid who was real famous for uh, phone freaking and all that. The stuff that inspired Steve Wozniak and Steve Jobs back in the
1: day. That stuff's so interesting. I used to, when I was a kid, I had, like, all the plans for all the different boxes, like, in this neat little binder that I made, like, the, the little book of boxing. Those, I remember, like, reading about the Blotto box and how they were like, this is endgame stuff. This will shut down all communications in and out of, like, only use it in extreme. I was like, holy cow. I don't know some of that stuff is I, think,
3: I think by the time you were a kid Matt, all that stuff Was already not working
1: <laughs> Probably but all the plans for all of it Were online <laughs> and it was really interesting <laughs> To look at um, So going back to the I don't know If it's a Nexus room or what but they said In the next 30 days is that That's not the Nexus 2 they're talking about This is a new Nexus Device from a different Manufacturer or what what do we know About this anything
3: I don't, think
2: we know,
1: I don't think we know
3: anything other than we, we expect the
1: new anything? device in October. Or November, right, depending on when it's... But we don't November know, November. is this going to be the Motorola one that someone had rumored? There would possibly
0: the be pro- a Motorola... The problem
2: with this right now is we've got rumors, you know, Wall Street Journal's rumor like six months ago that said there's going to be multiple Nexus devices. Right, yeah, I remember that. And so I don't think anyone has any idea right now, and people are keeping it out of wraps...
0: Um,
3: uh, you, you'll probably see a Galaxy Nexus and a Nexus Seven with
1: 3G. What do you guys think of this LG Optimus G? That could be. Could you see them going with LG for a, a Nexus device? I mean, they make good TVs. Not right? on its
2: own, they wouldn't go with LG. If it was, I could see them allowing LG to make a phone if there were multiple Nexus devices. But, but if there was just one Nexus device, it'll be Samsung, Motorola,
1: or HTC. They that it, in my they wouldn't. Okay. That, yeah, that okay. makes sense. I guess.
3: What about Asus? Did anybody think they can make a decent
1: phone? Didn't they do the pad phone? Wasn't that pretty sweet? <laughs> Are you kidding? Was that a phone? <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a phone, but I don't think it was a sweet phone. <laughs> was it not sweet at all? I don't think so. I, I don't know. I, um, I still have a Galaxy I Galaxy. don't
2: think they're going to stray from those three main ones until they have success. I mean, if they go Asus or LG, they're not going to sell any in the United States. I mean, hardly any.
1: You don't think? Do- Why... I think a lot of people use because LG always was. They're popular for the. They're the no free one, Android no one knows phone. know them as a smartphone. They're no the free Android, Android phone you get when. I don't know. I see signs for them everywhere. I always assume that those are the LG model. They're just what? Crap? <laughs> Underpowered? I've never seen an LG phone Fro-yo? in the wild. Maybe someone else has. Oh, in the wild. I've seen lots of LG flip phones, but.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm using one right now. You know what, though? Actually. What are you using? An LG Optimus. Oh yeah, from Republic Wireless. Drink. No. Oh no. No.
1: I was out delivering. I I don't think they'll do LG. I was delivering. This is
0: the. uh, This is that piece of junk uh, LG Verizon phone that I've got. That um, frankly, my uh, my coworker that has the same Prime uh, has a newer phone than mine, and he's actually told me. I'm sorry, he has an older phone than this, and he's actually told me, oh, no, if we do any phone upgrades, you're getting the upgrade because you're going to piece of crap.
1: So <laughs> oh, nice.
0: that's, that's the opinion of at least two or three people you know, uh, that have had to deal with LG phones. So.
1: What I saw in the wild today, one of those Casio rugged Android phones some dude at this lumber mill i was delivering to today had it and he was asking for a phone number and he got it out i was like whoa is that the casio android phone (laughs) he's he said if he wasn't if he didn't have the job that he had he wouldn't have that phone the only reason he has it is because it's bulletproof which i don't know can't you make it bulletproof and awesomely fast too or what
3: I don't know. A couple of weeks ago, I nearly ran over my Galaxy Nexus with my mower.
1: With uh, your lawn mower?
3: Yeah. It <laughs> fell out of my pocket because I was going up a hill, and oh, it was man. just hanging by my headphone, and it had it had, somehow, it had gotten underneath the deck where the blades are, so it was just underneath there, but I could still hear music, and the blades were still going, so I was I had to be like within inches of it getting in their blades, so I shut it off immediately, and uh, luckily I, it was no damage, but it came probably within inches of getting shot 50 feet
0: out uh, the air. That would um, have
3: been amazing.
0: You know, there was a uh, one of my dad's hobbies as collecting antique farm equipment, and one of the guys had this John Deere mower, and the slogan at the time was nothing runs like a deer. Well, Still he is. changed it to nothing runs over stuff like a deer. The blasted thing, his wallet fell out of his pocket. It was like, you know, thick wallet, couple inches thick. He ran over it with the mower It never touched it. And that's we're all amazing. like, oh, that's a great lawnmower then. You know, it's missing the high spots, clearly. So,
3: anyway. Yeah, that, don't deers gears nothing compared to a Dixie Chopper, so that's all I'll say.
1: You're talking about and boy. <laughs> all right, uh, let's see. Uh, Computer World came out with some Android upgrade report cards. I think these are always uh, interesting. Who failed in quarter three? Uh, Acer, they got an A. Asus they got an a it's interesting that all of the 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 people that don't have to deal with carriers are like doing a ok let's uh let's see HTC uh, a d minus lg an f motorola mm, a d and of course samsung uh, their grade is incomplete i don't know what that means along with sony <laughs> Oh, man. Actually, the only people that really got good grades were Acer and Asus. That's interesting. Is it the carrier? Clearly, the carriers. How many, of those
3: got, how many of those are heavily relying on Verizon?
1: Yeah, right? Of oh, those models. <laughs> All of the ones that got incompletes and Ds and Fs. So, I'll, I'll put a link to this. if you, it's a, it's pretty, They go into in-depth as to why uh, for each one. I think that's it's, uh, pretty interesting to see. I mean, I we yeah. we just did it in two words: the carriers, <laughs> problem solved.
3: Yeah, I, I don't know why they can't figure out a better. I, I don't know, like, what is the iPhone? Is it just that the iPhone is the luxury brand, so that the carriers will just take it, you know, whatever Apple says.
1: Yeah, I guess uh, I, mean, I don't know.
3: Right. So, but why is right? So why is it international? Oh, jeez, I'm sorry. I'm getting a uh, spam from a, a mental patient on Twitter.
1: Really? <laughs> Let's read it on the show. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just uh,
3: there's some guy from Canada. He literally has mental issues. He's on parole. He's not supposed to tweet at people. <laughs> people.
1: Seriously? As a condition <laughs> of your parole, you Se- cannot? Yeah,
3: search search on the online Mabus, M-A-B-U-S. Okay, I'll,
1: I'll do that later.
3: Uh, uh, anyway, um... Because, like, you get the international phone, like the Galaxy Nexus, or any Galaxy Nexus phone. And other than Verizon, like on T-Mobile, AT&T, you just get the update right from Google. And um, so, uh, I, you know, I used to think think that the uh, update situation wasn't that big a deal. I'm just hearing people think it's a big deal, like their phones are going to be outdated, so... Uh,
1: it's the only people that think it's... I, I don't even know. It almost seems like the people that think it's a big deal are the people that have custom ROMs on their phones anyway, so it doesn't matter. But they're mad about it for everybody else who doesn't know any better because the second you put that first custom ROM on and you notice how much better your phone runs, you're going to feel so bad for everybody else that doesn't... Like, every office I go into and every secretary I see that has an, an old Droid or a, a, any kind of Android device, like, I always feel bad for them because they have no idea... Like how awesome and how much, how much that phone could help what they do at work be like way more flowed and organized, but it doesn't. They just, cause it, I don't know, it's too slow. It doesn't do, you know, they don't yeah, know how.
3: The worst is when people go, I'm going to go buy an iPhone because I can't get, you know, because my phone's not getting the latest. Yeah. Jelly yeah. It's like, just go buy the jelly bean phone, right? Just go get the Galaxy Nexus. You'll get the updates. And you're going to be like a year ahead of iOS 6. No joke.
1: Unless you're on Verizon. And in which case your Galaxy Nexus has a custom ROM on it. (laughs) And you're mad as hell for everybody else.
3: Yeah, I'm kind of hooked on these uh, unlocked phones now. because Right? Matt, you know, the Galaxy Nexus now has has
2: Jelly
1: Bean. Yeah, they've just, just... just, like what, last week pushed it out? Yeah, last week. yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm not going back anyway doesn't matter they also HTC uh, uh, came out with Jelly Bean or they're going to uh, and a Sense 4 plus upgrade for 1SX and XL what's the XL is that the bigger X I didn't know what that was (laughs) I did not either Seth what's the XL (laughs) don't know either A bigger one. Do we all assume that because of the XL, it's a bigger one? Because XL is extra?
3: Yeah, I only heard of the 1S and the 1X. I didn't know about the 1XL.
1: Well, that's cool. I only know one person on the internet that has a 1X. And that's Mike Rothman from Yats. That's a good-looking phone. He actually really likes it.
3: You know, the Nexus One that I had, that that phone... uh, Still, it was one of the better looking Android phones that uh, I've ever seen. Like it just had a totally different look. I remember when that this. came
1: out, really being bummed that Verizon didn't have it, and just being like, "Like I wanted they, it because I couldn't have it, and I it was nerve wracking." Uh,
3: the One XL is the LTE version.
1: Ah, yeah. Do you buy um, does do you buy a phone right now that doesn't support LTE? Like, is that kind of a pre at this point? In the game, if your city has it or has it, promises of yes, it coming, you have to buy LTE phone now. If you're, on Verizon.
0: If you're on, I think yeah. it depends, frankly, on your tea. budget and what you intend to do with it.
1: Yeah, that's true. Do you, do you have a smartphone? Why are you using it? Well, no. <laughs> if you have
2: a smart, if you have a smartphone and you're on Verizon, you need an LTE. You need an LTE phone. Yeah, but you're not on Verizon. Oh, take a look. Read what it says. All so I see cam- is LG. <laughs> I stopped
3: caring. Yeah, after. The camera would focus. <laughs>
2: but yeah. if you were to upgrade, if you were to upgrade, you would get an... Uh, David, I don't even think they make
0: non-LTE phones anymore.
2: Not right? anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah, good point. This 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 ain't this otherwise eh, performing uh, LG phone does have 4G LTE. We've got one or two towers in the area now that it just went active in the past oh, two weeks uh, with 4G LTE. Uh, and I'll tell you what, it is screaming fast. Um, How's the
3: battery life on that phone with the LTE?
0: To be brutally honest, I don't know because I'm not around the LTE long enough. I'm sure it's to... terrible. Oh, it wouldn't surprise me. It's got to uh, be terrible. If uh, well, I didn't tell you keep what, my... I turn, normally I leave my audio books on Wi-Fi download only because of their size. I said, all right, I'm going to see how, how this thing actually works in production, see how it really works you know, uh, when you're out in the field. So I turned off my Wi-Fi only downloading on my audiobooks, and I downloaded an, a, a full audiobook while I was on 4G. It was done in six minutes. I saw speeds up to 1,800 kilobytes per second uh, downstream. And a matter of fact, it was so fast that the phone's caching couldn't keep up with it, and it would have to download and then save to the card and then download and save to the now card. Now, that's a problem. I think, I think you
3: mean 18,000.
0: Which 100 18... kilobytes per
3: second. Oh, kilobytes. I thought, I thought you said kilobit, which you're referring to, right? Okay.
0: Yeah. Which, now, for I, those In other you... words, it was basically the same speed that I get at home when I download audiobooks on Wi-Fi with a 15-megabit cable connection. Right. Uh, it's about 14, uh, 15. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it, it, I was I was impressed, but I mean, I've got a two gig data plan on that thing. I blew through a quarter of my data in six minutes. I want talk about scary! Yes,
3: yeah, so I don't have LTE because I'm on T-Mobile, and I actually live where it's two G still. Um, but I have unlimited, so when I drive around to the cities, I don't even, you know, I get the HSPA plus. I, it's it's fast enough. I I'm you know I don't know the. To get uh, LTE, I don't know if I'd want the battery trade-off uh, for that because most things I do are fine on HSPA plus. Yeah, but but I mean these new the new
2: LTE modems are good. Like my GS three gets me through a full day on LTE. I
3: mean, I, but the old ones were really cr- the old the original LTE is yes. really
2: bad. Yeah, the original ones are bad. I agree, but this new version with like the one X and the the gs3 and iphone they're fine i mean the battery life is fine on those
3: yeah i, I wonder what people use the speeds for on the i mean are they watching of netflix over it no like for it? me
2: so like what i use it for like i like it when i'm uh it pulls internet pages really fast if i'm trying to like you know re, if i'm trying to like pull up a quick yelp page or something like that it just loads faster and then uh, I also like because I can stream podcasts. I don't have to download them all the time. If like it's, if it's like a newer podcast that I haven't I haven't gotten to my Wi-Fi yet to download it, I just stream it, and it's like I can stream video and it's great. So I want to stream a video podcast or stream an audio podcast.
1: You know what? Too if you're using apps like Seismic or any like Google Currents, My Six anything that's pulling a lot of like news feeds and RSS. It is so much noticeably faster on LTE than, like, just the app itself. Like, Seismic is m- so much snappier on a faster because it has, like, my five Twitter accounts and my Facebook account, and it's, you know, pulling all of that down. And, you know, going through an LTE pipe is... It it just... Everything runs smoother. It's, it's now, like, if you look at
3: the number of people who are on LTE phones versus 3G phones, is it that it's faster or it's not saturated?
1: It, it depends, because here... You only have it for like if if you if you go to Google Maps and look at Kalispell, Montana. There's a the you see the town in the middle, and then you have Highway 93 and two going on either side. And you only really have it for that part in town. Like at my house, I'm on 3G out here with half signal. <laughs> you know, like it doesn't last very long. But when you're in there, it it does seem a lot faster. I don't know if it's cause nobody's using it that much or what. But, in bigger cities, I would imagine I like would where Seth that, is
0: I, I mean part of the part of the specification, if you're gonna go from say what two hundred three hundred kilobytes per second max for three g um to you know well into the thousands, you've got to have a heavier back end on it as well, right. Um, I think
1: the network itself, the infrastructure, supports more bandwidth going, yeah. more requests made, more packets, all that. Right.
0: It would have to, and one of the reasons why networks get congested uh, is twofold, and this kind of stretches into the networking field. Um, it's not just how much, how many users you have. It's how fast you can render those requests. Right. So if you have more bandwidth on your back end, you'll see what seems to be less network load because everyone's requests get answered faster, and there's fewer request, uh, fewer 2nd and refreshes and whatnot trying right. to get the same data over and over.
1: So what's the bottleneck in that eventually then? just Is it both the amount of users and the bandwidth, or is it more, more it's, it's one of It's both, or the-
0: but, but I can tell you from experience, I've been working at my full-time job on increasing our bandwidth to a couple of our remote sites. The the That cliche about, oh, uh, bandwidth is going to cost less and blah, 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 it's not just a cliche, it's true. Um, uh, we're seeing the same bandwidth that was sold to us three years ago uh, now available to us at sometimes one third the price for the same speeds, or same price and double or triple the speed. Yeah, but it, it
1: depends, though, too, because I mean, advertised speeds. Like you always hear on if you listen to Security Now, like a couple of us do, you always hear Steve Gibson talking about his Twin T ones, right? And he's yep. getting <laughs> he's getting this certain amount of. Throughput, I don't. It's not necessarily bandwidth. It's more throughput, right? That at all times because it's asynchronous, rather than us on our cable connections at the advertised thirty megabits. Where if your pedestal's fully
0: f- clogged up, you're only going to get, you know, well, two, uh, three yeah, megabits. Here's the thing though, on, on on a T1, you can suffer from that as well.
3: Yeah, just farther up the, up the stream.
0: Yeah, can you? But I th- I
1: thought it was that.
0: Was, no, I mean, ultimately you're still going to, okay, look, I can get a DSL, a fiber, or a T connection to the same internet provider here in this in this neighborhood, and if if the bandwidth is saturated at the highest levels, it's saturated well, no matter what my pipe is. That's that's the internet overall. If the internet is full of, you know, DDoS. The there's nothing special DDoS. about a T1. Well, the only thing special about a T1 is that you get a quality of service and a rated uptime. Um, in exchange for that, you get really low bandwidth compared to any other connection right now out there and relatively high cost. But look at what but the prices guarantees.
1: Look at what the prices were compared to what you can get now. Like, it, it has come down quite a bit, you know.
3: It's going to come down a lot more in Kansas City, I'll tell you that, in the next 18 uh, months. Yeah, that's a great
1: <laughs> disruption right there. Like, if that happened in every major city and then worked its way out to, oh, I don't know, cities like Kalispell... Like, that would be amazing.
3: Well, I I will take advantage of it, but... um,
1: Do you think that would be bad, though, if Google became the Internet? If Google was the ISP as well as...
3: Oh, I'm sure some bureaucrat will have a problem with it, but it's not like Google doing... Google is not... It's not like Google is doing something that no other company couldn't have gone to Kansas City and done. No, absolutely. They just chose it not to. I mean, Sprint is here. Sprint is in Kansas City... And they've just been doing, they haven't done anything. Um, you know, so I, it's hard for me to complain if anybody else can come in and do exactly what Google's doing. And they just decided not to do it.
1: I read something the other day that said Google just passed Microsoft as being, what is it, one of the top two now? In the top three?
3: Uh, yeah, company? it's uh, Market Cap. Market Cap so. Has-
1: I think maybe not all companies can do that, but if you're in the top, let's say, 10, 20, 100 companies like that, you do probably have the
0: capability to do
1: it.
3: Uh, Well, I can tell you that Sprint had the capability to do it in Kansas City and just never did it.
0: Well, that's the thing is that Google has the... Google has a very different revenue picture as opposed to a traditional ISP. Right.
1: It's in their best interest for us to use lots of internet really fast and get those ads right. going and all that.
0: Because no matter where you go on the internet, Google pretty much benefits from it unless it happens to be Bing. Which and kind of will... it kind of in a way
1: makes that good for the user. If right. they if their ad model is you know, it, that that's good for us. It's, I, well I the,
0: the traditional ISP though, to contrast if they they're looking at it not from the standpoint of we need to deliver as much internet as possible to keep our advertising revenue up. They look at it as we need to charge the most amount of possible for what we have available for our bandwidth before we can have to increase what we have available in our pipe to, to increase all of our users. It's almost happy to keep them going. It's
1: almost the opposite.
0: Like they right. they, they want all of the
1: people to pay per month, but to only use as as little as possible. But they they want you paying every month. Yeah.
0: But what's amazing, uh, even up here in a relatively rural state like Maine, we're seeing the benefits of a combination of cheaper bandwidth and deregulation um, in that uh, I've now got four different – four different? Three different. One of the other uh, internet providers all trying to get me to switch to them. And that's just great. Uh, hey, let me it- ask
1: you. Out of those four, how many of them also serve – television. Like they're all are any of them just an ISP or are they all media
0: providers? Uh Do you know? off the top. Hold on, let me think here. Three are two. Two. Two are traditional ISP only. Other two are phone companies and Technically, I guess Time Warner Cable could give me fiber if I asked for it, but they would be the only ones that are a "quote unquote" cable company. Uh, everybody else comes from the phone telecommunications end of the stick. The Ma Bell. Uh, some of them aren't Ma Bells, but no, they were local telecoms that are spread out. But kidding, uh, they're definitely from the phone end of it.
1: Did yeah. you see? Oh, go ahead. Honestly,
3: the nice thing about Google is, is for if, if those who follow Google outside of their advertising uh, regime, um, we know inside the company, they develop all sorts of cool technology to support their business. And I think uh, we're seeing with the uh, Google Fiber in Kansas City, they're actually rolling it out, some of their internal technology, uh, just out in the public for a change. You know, I Like, for example, I'd love to get a copy of their uh, Ubuntu version that they run. On all their um,
1: search servers? or we'll...
3: Yeah, and I'd like to see some of that. I mean, they're not going to. I'm just saying this is kind of like something they've been working on internally for years, and now they're rolling it out. And it's not really as much of a stretch as I think people thought in the
0: beginning. Speaking of which, uh, I don't know as this is public knowledge in terms of... Uh, so I'm trying to find the... Uh, What's the name of the blasted company? I think I know this. Uh, Anyway, th- uh, they're a company that was backed by capital from Google, a bunch of uh, MIT students that went out and formed a company, and they produce cloud.
1: Yeah, Hangouts just crashed. I'm sorry. We'll be right back. Hold on. Say that again.
0: Okay, wait. I'm here now. Okay, say that again.
1: There you it's go. called
0: Meraki, M-E-R-A-K-I.com, and they produce cloud-managed switches and uh, routers and wireless access points for enterprise and uh, higher-end, I would assume, probably ISPs as well. My guess, and this is just a guess is that this is probably something that uh, Google got into so that they would have a foothold and they would be able to uh, buy the routers and switches from these folks and be able to roll them out and have uh, have it sort of as an in-house, um, at least sponsored uh, division. And uh, I took a webinar with them today. I mean, it, the, the only Android tie-in is the fact that they have an Android app that you can manage uh, the devices from. But aside from that, it's just phenomenally interesting how much bandwidth and how much management you can get through one of these devices. Uh, They're just ridiculous. Well, look at what they're
1: doing, though. I mean, look, if anyone's to do it, companies like Google and Facebook that, you know, are at these massive scales and dealing with all of this data and information and storage and like that's. When you start scaling at those numbers, like there's some cool technology that comes out of that that everyone else can hopefully benefit from.
3: Did some pictures leak of uh, Google's switches, fiber switches that had connectors that nobody'd ever seen before?
1: I thought I saw something. It was theirs or Facebook's, I thought. Or no, Facebook gave a tour of that thing they built up north, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, I mean, there's some of those pictures that leaked out, like secret proprietary hardware that they don't. Uh... For
1: publicly, all right. Well, check this out. Did you guys see? Uh, that's <laughs> the Waz. I wish iTunes could run on my Android devices. Hey Waz, it can. It's called Double Twist. All right, Ooh. moving on. Uh, Why would
3: anybody want iTunes on uh, anything?
1: Isn't it like everyone's goal to live a less iTunes-free life? I, I yeah, don't know.
0: The problem is, is you've got people that are so heavily invested in their in their iTunes library and they've got all of their files converted into iTunes format and they've got all their iPods set up and blah 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 blah. It seems to so make the weird. The switch is very painful. It always seems so alien
1: to me to manage your music that way. Like I just have I open up my computer, I hit window E, boom, drive 1, there's all the music like
3: well, I, I don't think people want to do that, but iTunes is terrible
0: well pardon me for interrupting but Seth needs to run uh Seth before you scoot can you uh give us your app pick it I will my app pick is um hold on a
2: hat I just gotta find the name of it oh it's called smart tools have we used that yet it was one of the picks from it was one of the apps on sale this week nope but I downloaded it too yeah it's pretty sweet it has like um you can like measure the distance and the height of things it's got a compass it does sound and vibrations and it can tell you how how hard of an earthquake you're having. If you like, sit down and press the button, number one thing to do in an earthquake. Set your phone down and open up this app so you can measure how strong it is. That's awesome. Um, but it has like a level and angle measurements.
1: And is this like for real or is it a joke app? Like, is it August? Did you guys see that? No, but this is it's a, totally a real stupid. app. It totally, it's, it's real. And does it, I mean, does it work? Like, Yeah, you, you
3: verified
1: it? No, I have verified it,
2: but like <laughs> when I speak louder it registers more volume and cuz i, I like, saw shake like
1: it the, the shake thing goes up i saw some android weed scales that i was like really is this really for real and they're absolutely it doesn't no, work no i think
0: this is i think this is real this so is this, real it's pretty cool. good yeah the yeah. measuring thing does work i tested it last night oh cool so <laughs> Smart hey, thanks guys it was
2: fun right on um, thanks
0: for joining us seth yeah i'll see you next week
1: right on
3: there you guys bye
1: all right Let's so know. what were we talking about oh yeah itunes sucks got it
3: yeah, I can't believe people actually manage their music with
1: it. The only thing I open iTunes and it's actually it's been asking me to update for like the last month. And I'm like, "No, iTunes, I will not update." But I open it up after every podcast to tag everything, give the album art, and then I open my FTP program, put it on the server, and there we go. And then I close iTunes. <laughs> like that's all. Use usable. ID th- use ID3. I think
3: that's a good one.
0: Well, I think um, I think what you're missing there, Shane, is that it's not that people want to use Uh, itunes to manage their music they have to. they have an iphone or ipod and they don't have a choice to interface with it unless you want to go the hacked software route and it doesn't work as well and it's not as easy is that true though i you're you're not locked in isn't there
1: like winamp for iphone that does the wireless sync stuff that we have i mean there's there's
0: alternatives. There's got to be
3: something else. But, Do you really? So I, I, I agree that it's it's iTunes is there, and, but I just don't think iTunes is easy to use.
0: Oh, I don't find it as easy to use either.
1: But It I, is I think that if you've been using it since the first iPod, I bet. Like, if if you've yeah. been used to that, you know, and there's a lot of people that have been loyal to, even people there's that don't use. There's a difference between
0: use... easy to use and used to it, though.
1: Well, yeah, it took a while to get used to it, but it's still not easy to use.
3: Yeah, I think Google Music is superior to iTunes. Oh, Google Music is... Not just because I'm an Android guy.
1: Phenomenal, except when you... If you don't have adequate bandwidth, or if your computer... Like, if you have a bunch of tabs going and stuff, like, I don't know. I notice... Maybe it's just my desktop, but I notice it kind of... Switch to the HTML5 player. Glitches the music here and there. But for the most part, I love it.
3: Yeah, if if you go in your settings and switch to the HTML5 player... You won't have a lot of
0: those I think I'm using that. I don't know. Off to check. Uh, Well, that's Uh, the risk of sounding like I got my head in the clouds. I have almost abandoned any kind of music management software, and I'm just listening to my Pandora so much.
1: Really? Yeah. I need my own music, but I I don't know. I never got into the whole, I tried like slacker radio and I just didn't, I don't know. I'd rather play my own stuff.
0: Well, everyone has a different taste. Uh, My friend Kyle that's been on the show before absolutely hates Pandora uh, for that same reason. He wants to listen to what he wants to listen to. Right, but then you have
1: other people that haven't been collecting MP3s since MP3 was a thing and maybe doesn't have access to the music or the sites that we do that we get our music, you know, all that that, that whole thing. The
0: the thing is is that I have been doing that since MP3 was a thing. And I still find that it's a combination of my tastes changing – as i as i've aged and uh, and it's getting harder and harder to find legal free mp3s you're
1: doing it for discovery also though aren't you
0: well that's the other thing is that you know you you punch in an artist that you like and then you, pandora will flip you over to a half a dozen you never heard of before and you're like this is awesome
3: yeah and- it's really good for discovery
0: yeah, and, and I find that I'm expanding my musical horizons because of that. Otherwise, I'd just be sitting here in a musical rut, listening to the same stuff over and over and over again. I think that's what I do. Well, It's I, not a bad
1: road.
3: Yeah, I, I kind of like... Um, it's the only way for me to get discovered, because commercial radio is so, ter- it's so unlistenable for me. Yeah. Um and that I'm I'm gonna sound really old here, but there's no radio station out there in Kansas City that really aims for my demographic. Um, I
1: found that here too, and not just because of how old I am. Even when I was younger, like they're Montana, just they the radio stations are crap. I mean, it's all country. No, it's just it's country. It's the bear. It's it's just it's like the same four rock songs. Every like I can go in one office and out like another one ten minutes later, and it'd be like the rest of the song. It's it's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, yeah so I find go ahead. Julie. There's a section up north here in Maine they call it Channel X. It's I think six different relatively low-powered radio stations that are placed to get around various mountains and valleys. <laughs> yeah. Uh and they play exactly the same thing. That's why they call it Channel X because you can hop between these like six or eight different frequencies and you get the exact same programming. And it's it's awful when you get up there because <laughs> you're just like, I don't want to listen to this. I want to listen to this. But they're the only radio stations up there unless you want to listen to it in French. Or yeah. XM, XM Radio. Yeah, I would imagine that's very popular that far north.
1: So uh, going back to this Woz thing real quick, this is funny, this quote. He says, if you remember, we ported iTunes to Windows. Uh, we now addressed 100% of the world's market with this integrated System. iPod, iTunes. There you go. It began the era of Apple that we are now in. So why don't we port iTunes to Android? Did something get closed up? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> why don't, I don't we? I don't know, do. Waz. Why don't we? You tell me. Why don't we? How's I don't your Google think Maps? people would want
0: it. Yeah, well. Uh, I don't know about that. I think what you'd find is that there's a certain demographic that would go, oh, thank God I can buy a cheaper phone now and still keep my music management.
1: Are you buying a phone based on keeping your music management? That seems kind of asinine. I think there's people
0: out there that that would be, well, I have to get an iPhone because I use iTunes.
1: Yeah, I guess. I, I don't know.
3: That's also because Apple early on everything was tethered to your desktop up until last fall, right? right you the had Android, to plug it in. And... People, people seem to forget that we've had, Am- we've had Amazon MP3 store on our phones since day one. It, you know, yeah, we've always been doing that wireless sync thing.
1: Yep, and Winamp does it. Double Twist does it. I mean, there's a lot of. And even even just setting up like I do with uh, a File Explorer and a Samba share. Like, you can just go into the File Explorer on Android, go to your LAN, and it's right there. And then there's all your
0: stuff. It's speaking I just of wireless... You've... Oh, sorry, uh, Shane, not to keep stepping on you. But speaking of wireless sync, is anybody else frustrated by the fact that not all of the uh, MP3 stores carry all of your artists? What does that have to do uh... with it? Well, yeah, it's not only you, wireless what's, safe, what's, it's wireless music management.
1: Right. Okay. If you're tethered to one store or another,
0: well, no, but yeah. like for instance, uh, there's a, a band out of Pennsylvania, a heavy metal band called Hailstorm. Uh, oh, they yeah. are not does on. They they're not on Google Music.
1: Right, but
0: you can. At Warner, right? You can. I don't know who they're signed with off the top of my head, but they're on Amazon. But so what so does that
1: remember. matter, Joe? You can download their album, upload it to your music, your Google Music, and there it is
0: which yeah. is exactly what I did. But it's just annoying that you can't go to the store that you prefer to get the well, higher quality MP3 at the same price because there's no artist. there. Yeah, No, no the guess. music
3: companies are terrible. That's they're why awful. I don't pay for music. <laughs> I there's a band that's in Japan, a fairly modern country, right? I can't buy any of this group's albums because they're not available in the U.S. for some reason. I can't, I can't, even, I can't get it in any format. And it drives me nuts that these record industries treat every country like its own little fiefdom, and just make it so yeah, difficult for users. Yeah, that's weird.
1: Why? When do you think they'll ever get past that? That that does seem like a really weird thing. Like, why are you only being...
0: when music starts getting offered for free?
1: Well, that's no, what I, I plan to think,
0: do.
3: I actually think it's when a, a large number of, of established musical acts create their own label, doesn't have all this bullshit. And Aunt, Aunt and, uh, Pruitt
1: in the chat says that's studio issue, not Amazon or Google. No, no, we, we know, we know. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm going to uh, do that. Music. I'm just going to give, because I know people don't pay for music. I'm just going to, this album that's done, I'm just giving it away. Here, it's free. There's three tracks from it on SoundCloud I, right now.
3: I think there is a place for paid music, but it's not going to come from the radio, the record companies.
1: Right. All right, well, oh, uh, let's mention this before we do our app picks and wrap this thing up. Uh, A while ago, we mentioned that new, uh, what was it, the Nikon Coolpix S800C, the new uh, camera Android OS ran uh, Coolpix. So, what, it came out? It's not out, but they say that Uh. it's, it maybe you shouldn't put Android on everything. But I don't know, for for a camera, I mean, we we talked about this before, but... They did it wrong. It, because it's, it's an old wrong. version, right? You put on the worst... Like, if it had the ICS camera software and editor even, like, that thing is awesome on the GeneX. The,
3: the best thing, the way to look at it, is you look at the Lynx radio player by Sirius XM. It's Android, but you don't know it. Um... And what CoolPix should have done was they should have used Android as their basic operating system because there's no reason to write, up, write your own operating system from scratch anymore and build a CoolPix functional skin on top of it that enabled you to hook into some very important apps in the Android store, and that's it. You know, you don't need your Gmail on there. You don't, you don't have to go through that. <laughs> but what if you
1: could... It's just it's just terrible. It's like the it should have Android on there. This isn't replacing the stream and to share. This isn't replacing your phone. No, but which? It, but do they want to just make a phone then and get it over with or what? Yeah, they did such a terrible job with it. Is that going to sour any other potential groups that wanted to get into that space and be like, "Ooh, that sucked. Let's not. Let's." do something different like is the ouya gonna come out and just completely suck and be like well android shouldn't be used as a gaming console either
3: i think this is so bad that it won't stop anybody because it's so obviously terrible okay <laughs> i mean that works uh, that that's my opinion
1: no for sure joey you
0: concur i see your point i just guess dis- i just disagree that the ouya will suck No, I know. I I was being. I I hope that thing
1: is just so awesome because I want one so bad. I think it's. I hope that's going to be fantastic. And uh, I guess, I don't know. We can wait till next week for Eric to be with us, but you have a Nexus Q uh, there. That's right. And I just, personally,
0: because Because I Show us the orb. Show us the orb.
1: Because I know Eric and. I think it's funny that he got a free developer one, and you actually bought one on eBay and got it before he got his free developer one, which he will probably never get. And you don't yeah. even want it. You don't even I, want it. I think that's fantastic. I, I, don't, I, I don't know if I want it or not. I'm like, never going to have like,
3: parties, right? I'm not going to invite people over to play their music on it. <laughs> I'm not um, a party
1: guy, if you haven't.
3: Not really. Uh, but what I actually am hoping is is that somebody has hacked or, the API is interesting, right? Because it is really it is interesting that I can look at a YouTube clip on my phone and then just beam it over to my TV, like AirPlay. That is
1: cool. It cool. has potential there for sure.
3: But is that API open so that BeyondPod can just send its podcasts to the screen? I would um, hope
1: so. Is it not?
3: Uh, no, not. Just so far all I can figure out is play music, play movies. Now, movies and TV, which are not available on Google TV for probably the studios, um, uh, it's the only way I can get shows that I've bought on Play Music and play, t- uh, play uh, movies and TV onto a TV. Is is do this? Um, and I was watching Twit today on YouTube via the
1: the um, the Orb and all that. But I I just don't know. I mean, would you bring that to a friend's house and be like party? You,
3: I, actually, you know, actually that may be useful. Except my friends, we're at the
0: age where we don't do that. Um, what do you guys do? I just love the way he's holding it. It's like the skull from Friggin' Hamlet. Isn't it? I was just going to say, it's,
1: totally Hamlet. It. it's awesome.
3: Uh Most of my friends my age, Matt, have kids and they, they, we just don't do anything. Um, well,
1: that's where you went wrong. <laughs>
0: that, no, oh, no, they do do something, kid. Shane. They sleep They're when sleep. they can. Uh, I'm, so gonna I'm gonna die alone,
1: this- but it's gonna be a party the whole way.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Sorry, go ahead. I'm gonna
3: give this a, I'm gonna give a little chance and see if I can come up with something useful. Uh, I did get it for less than what a lot of these are selling for on eBay, so there's some profit. There. What'd you pay for, for it? it? Tell, tell 212,
1: us. Two twelve. Two twelve. Two twelve. And what is it yeah, new? Three hundred. If you got one.
3: Yeah, and shipping was like six bucks.
1: It that thing should have been a hundred. Nothing more than 100 Well, you know, the thing is... I don't know.
3: It, it has... Okay, looking at the specs, at least where I could tell, it does have a higher quality amplifier than what you'd expect in a $99
1: device. That's for those awesome plugs in the back.
3: Yeah, no, I don't have anything that can work with them.
1: Right, but, anything but at all.
3: I honestly don't know what Google was thinking with this.
1: Um, it's it just the, a concept, though, what not it? I mean, did they really expect it, that it thing to now. be in... Every Walmart and Target, I mean Target, and, and I mean really, Target.
3: yeah. I think uh, I think it's interesting. It's it's a solid device. It looks kind of cool. When the LEDs go on. I wish I could show it for you but when you play music. At least it does some interesting visualizations on the screen. I mean, it, it's, it's cool. It's like, like
1: that PlayStation thing where if you played music and hit select or whatever, it was a magic yeah. show thing. You know. I mean...
3: I haven't figured out how to get mute to work, but the you know the volume knob is kinda of cool on it. You're just rotating it like this. Um It's
0: well, To be honest with you, I'm waiting for the next one. It'll be called the R.
1: <laughs> I'll wait for the Z. The Q, QQ. Um, Alright,
0: at picks. Ready? Joey, go. Okay, mini motor racing. Uh this is a wonderful little game. Um you're flying overhead in a car and you have to race around the track and earn dollars to buy upgrades to your car so you can ride around the track and go faster. Um I'm gonna show you the splash screen here when it, as it boots up. Um got this for twenty five cents in the uh in the uh Google uh celebration of twenty five billion app uh downloads. It's highly recommended. However, I would pay a few dollars for this. It is that good. Um let me see if I can get the camera to focus. And anyway, it's called it's Mini... It's fun to play. Um, the uh, upgrades are useful. It's uh, You use the touchscreen on a quote-unquote wheel to turn the car around. Um, yeah, it's a fun one. Definitely worth playing. Definitely worth a couple of bucks if you're into racing games at all. Or you have kids. Just thought.
1: Right on. Mini Motor Racing. All right, Shane, what do you got? Epic.
3: Yeah, so this app came out this week. Um, It's called Field Trip. It's actually by Google. Um, It's the guy who did... um, What was the name of
1: the app he did? MyTracks? Was it the guy from MyTracks?
3: No. I'm drawing a blank. But uh, it's just an app to help you find interesting things around you to do. Uh, And it's kind of neat that when you set it up, uh, you set, you kind of set it up to push notifications for you and you pick a topic. so I picked strange and weird stuff, not you know odd stuff.
0: Is um, anyone surprised by that? no
3: yeah. uh, so of course, where I live it didn't find anything uh, but I'm driving around in St Joseph, Missouri, um, which has some history uh, and I started getting notifications about the psych War museum uh, that i've actually been there. Uh, to the museum uh, and some other historical places of interest in St. Joseph, Missouri. I just thought it was kind of neat. Um, you know, you may be, uh, I'm curious if we'll, if we'll find, because um, Jesse James, you guys know who he is, right? Yeah. He, yeah. His uh, farm is just down the road. I actually Certainly worked
1: up. in a CO in Dodge city, Kansas. And there was the people there had like old stories about that.
3: Yeah, well, his, his the anyway. ancestral farm is in Kearney, Missouri. It's not that far from here. But um, if you're into if you're into stuff like that, it seems pretty cool. It's a really nice looking app, um, and it's a little surprising that it came from Google this version because it's um, it's just interesting. Uh, it's it's just kind of neat. Um, it's called Field Trip, and you know people in bigger areas will probably get more out of it than I did, but um, yeah, I think it has a lot of potential. It just came out last week.
1: I'm downloading
0: and installing now. Alright, I got
1: just pretty much... uh, There we go. Okay, This is like the most simple, hard, complex puzzle game I've ever played in my life. It's called Flow Free. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It was just a random game I found. Um, It's free. But basically, you have different boards and here, check it out. It, It just... It's, like, real simple, but the the game gets uh, pretty complicated. So you hit free play, and you have the, the different packs uh, that you can get. Uh, so the regular pack has 5x5, 6x6, 7x7, all the way up to 8x8. Eight eight. So I'll show you just an, an easy one. Here's what it looks like. And the one thing I didn't like about it is there's no, like, here's how to play or what you're supposed to do. Maybe I'm just an idiot, but I was like, Okay, I'm like trying to jump them like checkers. (laughs) I was like, nope, that's not it. Um, But eventually you figure it out. And what you're supposed to do is connect all of the colors to each other and complete, if you do it right, you fill in the board. So you go like this, like this, like this, like this, right? And you connect each one. They can't go over each other. And then obviously you finish the last one. And then it goes to the next board. And these are really simple. Like these small boards are super easy. Like I, I I blew through like twenty five of these in like five minutes. I was just like, but when you get to like the bigger boards and there's a whole bunch. Oh man, it gets it hurts your brain. But it's a pretty cool game if you like little dumb puzzle games like I do. Uh, It's called Flow Free. So check it out. All right, I think that's gonna wrap it up for us for this. Episode 54 of Attack of the Androids. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining us and everyone out there in podcast land. Do you guys do anything with the podcast awards? Because they're coming up soon. Should we try? Should we try and just get nominated? AOTA?
3: Uh, I think we should.
1: Okay. I think the
3: Attack of the Androids podcast, uh, compared to some of the other Android podcasts, is a lot more interesting.
1: You know? not, not just because I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> and not because me, you know. Not because, yeah, it
3: probably a detriment. But, you know, they're a lot, they're just, I think it's more interesting. It's different. So.
1: It's not like what you normally hear, I like to think. Because I've listened to a bunch of Android, like Droid Nation and All About Android. I, I, I listen to those every now and then. and I'm just like, I like them. They're, they're decent shows, but it's, I, I don't know. We're a little different, and that's okay. It's because we have Joey Kelly and Shane Brady. Alright, uh, yeah, check out our site, attackoftheandroids.com, if you're into that. Just make sure you subscribe to the show, Rice, a, a quick review in iTunes, we appreciate that. You can leave us a message, 406-204-4687 if you want, and we'll listen to it. If you have an Android phone, and you're a secretary in an office, and you need help, you let us know. <laughs> we'll this is like it. a side business for you, Matt. It should be, right? Just like right, rooting and roaming no, secretaries' phones. No,
3: don't you go into offices all the time? All day. I, I yeah, go so yeah, into, dude, bucks, I go into like up, up.
1: these investment companies and where they keep their water is like their central server room. It's, I don't know. I see a lot of interesting office things in Stop my drop Stop dropping business card. I should.
3: I'll fix your Android phone for.
1: I'll know. root and oh. ROM that sucker. I'll encrypt yeah. your text messages. I will help <laughs> you be a better you. And put your phone
3: number in everyone's address.
1: <laughs> That's what we need. All right, <laughs> com. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you next week. Check us out tomorrow on Yats, yet another tech show. And, uh, yeah, Matt Lee, Joey Kelly, Shane Ray, that was Seth for, uh, a minute ago. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs> It's
0: Attack of the Androids. It's Attack of the Androids.
1: Thanks for listening to Attack of the Androids. Attack of the Androids.